Welcome in to the Phil's in 5 podcast. I'm your host, Bretzky. It is Monday, April 24th, 2023, and the Phil's may have fallen flat in Thursday's opener against the Rockies, but the offense warmed up over a beautiful spring weekend in Philadelphia. Trey Turner and Nick Castellanos led the surging Phil's to three straight victories and a series win over the Rockies, so let's ring the bell for a fine weekend in Philly. And we'll recap the games. The Rockies struck first on Friday evening, knocking a three-run homer off of the bat of Ryan McMahon against Aaron Nola in the top of the first, but Nola locked it in from there, tossing six clean frames after that following the shaky first. He wrapped with a quality start, seven innings pitched, three earned runs on four hits, three walks with three Ks. The walks have been a little bit much for Nola, uncharacteristic at that this year, uh, but still a nice outing to build upon for the Phillies ace. The offense took a bit of time to get going, but then began to put the pressure on in the fourth with the bases loaded. Nick Castellanos dancing his way down the sideline, forced a balk of Noah Davis dance his way right on home for the Phillies' first run. An infield single would follow, and the Phillies' second run kind Kyle Schwarber blasted a solo homer, his fifth to tie the game in the seventh inning, and then Edmundo Sosa followed up a JT Real Muto clutch double to give the Phils a 4-3 lead, and Jose Alvarado locked things down for his third save, second save uh, in a row for the Phils reliever as he looks to be taking over the closer role for the Phils. Saturday, the Phillies emerged 4-3 winners once again, but got on the back of Nick Castellanos, his first two homers of the season. Christian Pache also knocked his first homer of the year as a Philly, his first is his career as a Philly, a two-run shot. Christopher Sanchez allowed three runs over four and a third innings. Not great, but enough to keep the Phils in the game, and then the bullpen took over, and they were just fantastic again. We got four and two-thirds scoreless frames from a combined effort in that bullpen. Six Ks, no walks, ending with a Craig Kimbrell save. So his second save of the year, moving away from Jose Alvarado after he got a couple straight and was looking good. So getting that committee some work. Sunday, we got a glimpse of just dominant Zach Wheeler. He was absolutely cruising, three no-hit innings, striking everybody out, but then ran into some real trouble in the fourth. Actually, very similar to what he did in his last start. He loaded up the bases, he hit a batter to, to get a run, and ultimately, three runs crossed the plate. But then Zach Wheeler flips back to his dominant self, settles back in, uh, ends up with a quality start over six innings, three runs, 11 strikeouts. He did walk three, so that's not great. But 11 Ks, Wheeler really did have his swing and miss stuff going today. Just ran into that one really trouble spot. Kind of a very Aaron Nola-esque outing, similar to what Aaron did the other day where he struggled a bit. Nola's usually with the the long ball. Wheeler's been getting kind of singled to death uh, in these last couple of games. But the Phillies got first in homer from Trey Turner, and then his that's his second bomb of the year. Then a bomb and a bat flip from Cody Clemens, his first as Phils in the third. And they brief, briefly lost the lead in the fourth when Wheeler struggled, but the resilient Phils bounced right back, grabbed the lead again, screaming across a pair of runs with a little small ball before breaking things wide open later on. They got an RBI double from Alec Bohm and then a two-run homer from Bryson Stott uh, in the seventh. In the eighth, we had another two-run homer from Brandon Marsh to make it 9-3. 
And that was good for the win of note out of the bullpen behind Wheeler. And this one was yet another strong adding from Gregory Soto. And then despite a few control issues, he did manage to get a clean inning. And then one more solid inning from Jose Alvarado. But this time it was in the eighth inning of the game while it was still close, 7-3. So it's interesting. We said just earlier it looked like Alvarado was settling in as the closer. And then just a couple days later, you get a Craig Kimbrell save. And then you have clear usage here where Alvarado was not being saved for any sort of save opportunity. It looked like it probably would have been Kimbrell or maybe Sir Anthony Dominguez in the ninth on Sunday had it stayed close. Sir Anthony had a really nice weekend. Uh, The Phil's did have a really nice weekend in general, winning three of four against the Rockies. Hey, we'll take it. All right, our star of the day. Nick Castellanos had a power breakout this weekend and is a deserving name here, but Brandon Marsh gets the nod after what's been just an awesome start to the season. He slugged his fourth homer of the year on Sunday to go along with six doubles, four triples, over 21 games played good for a 364, 455, 758 slash line. Marsh has an impressive 14.3 walk percent. He leads the major leagues in OPS and is playing strong defense once again in center field. He looks to finally be coming into his own and should continue to keep improving as he now finds himself in a really nice lineup spot, batting fifth or sixth. Should have an opportunity to drive in a ton of runs. And again, we mentioned that good walk rate. He gets on base to set up the bottom of the order. Really nice breakout in the works from Aaron Marsh. Some news and notes. Bryce continues to work on just about everything. Momentum seems to be uh, screaming towards an early May return. It seems unstoppable, the momentum at this point, but we'll have to see. Hopefully, no more setbacks. Ranger Suarez, who spent some time tossing to Bryce while they're both on rehab, seems like he's about to embark on a minor league rehab assignment. Rob Thompson noted that he'll make three starts down in the Myers. It'll be interesting to see when he's back who the odd man out is. The rotation's been solid, and Matt Stram's obviously out pitching Bailey Falter at the moment so we'll have to see who's the guy who gets bounced but these tens, things tend to work themselves out so no reason speculating too much at this point Christopher Sanchez who pitched well uh, for Saturday's game was sent right back down in favor of Junior Marte who will pitch out of the pen around the NL East the Braves lost four straight games after an eight game win streak they were swept by the Astros Yikes. Nationals took two of three from the Twins. They'll play the Mets next. The Marlins took two of three from Cleveland. They are at the Braves. Uh, That kicks off tonight. And the Mets split with the Giants, as we mentioned. They're heading home from the West Coast to host the Nationals. And it'll be uh, some NL East action between the rest of the teams. Up next for the Phils, three games with an up-and-coming Seattle Mariners team. After an off day today, Tuesday, they'll get started at the bank. Bailey Falter versus Logan Gilbert. Wednesday, Tywin Walker versus Marco Gonzalez. And then Thursday, an early 105 getaway game. Matt Strom versus George Kirby. Kirby's really interesting young starter for the Mariners. And the Mariners got a really exciting young lineup. It will be fun to see Julio Rodriguez and company at the bank taking on the Phils. And then after that, this looking ahead to next weekend, the Phils are headed to Houston for a World Series rematch with the Astros. Should be fun. Oh, and before we get out of here, it's just like that. We were lamenting a six-game deficit last week while the Phils on a little bit of a roll. Braves struggling back. Phils just now one game over 500, uh, under 500, excuse me, and three and a half out of the division. So a tough week ahead with some good opponents on, on there, but reinforcements are on the horizon. All right, that's all the time we have for you today on the Phils and Five podcast. Enjoy your Monday. We'll be back with you on Wednesday to recap the games. Go Bills.